Passion. Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Jason. Willpower and hormones unleash the vital forces of the human body. Laura. This bread is too frozen to eat. Melissa. Doers mean nothing to me. Dave. They're unstoppable, and they're dressed to kill. (laughs) And Theo. Crossroads in life are always sudden. Hey, that's true. Every week on this show, we read and discuss one volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece. This week, we're reading volume 55, which is titled Array of Hope. Array of Hope, which is very interesting, because that's not a chapter in this uh, in this volume. It says it is. Well, it says it is, but the Japanese for Array of Hope is not Array of Hope. Oh. What is it? Oh, when we get to the chapter um, Array of Hope, I forget what the name of it was. I believe it is chapter 537, Array of Hope in Japanese is Jikoku ni Okama, which also means Okama in Hell. (laughs) Damn. Uh, That's a little different. It's a little different. (laughs) A little different tonally. Before we get into the volume, we have an email to read. Actually, two emails from the same person. Ooh. Ooh. Because they sent one in and then they had a thought after listening to the latest episode that went up, which as of this would have been 53. I mean, that's relatable. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, so these come in from Yakov, who says, Hi, gang. My name is Yakov, and I am a fan of a few months from Serbia. Oh, cool. Nice. Wow. I've been pestering Tyler on Twitter saying I'd write in, so I decided to finally do so. Some of you might also be familiar with me as I've done some colors of the scanlations of One Piece, specifically chapters 1044 and 1047. Don't want to make this a plug, but I am at Yakipop, who also recently joined on the Discord. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Welcome. Uh, First off, I'd just really like to commend your guys' podcast. I've tried a few other anti-manga rewatch slash reread podcasts before, but none have held my attention quite like yours. The humor, attention to detail, in-depth discussion, and variety of takes you present has me loving One Piece more and more with each week. We got takes for everybody. We got hot takes, we got cold takes, we got reheated takes. uh, We got got lukewarm takes. Maybe takes that were cold but then got left out on the picnic table too long in the sun so now they're a little uncomfortably warm and you're not sure if they're going to do more takes. We got those. We got takes growing all kinds of bacteria. Mm -hmm. That's most of mine, in fact. To the quote list. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could never read only 10 chapters per week, having caught up to current in three months at the start of this year. But your dedication to the pace is impressive, and I'd say very important. It allows for a much closer reading, which is excellent. Secondly, I have a bunch of, as I said, uh, sort of questionable X marks. Some of these might be stretches, so I fully leave it up to Tyler's discretion to choose which ones he'll read out to you. Another thing, I honestly don't remember the exact episode numbers that these were brought up in because I have a very chaotic note on my phone with all these ideas. Hope that's not an issue. (laughs) 
Uh, I will save all those for the end, and I will be skipping a few because some of them, unfortunately, came to fruition in this volume that we'll be reading. Oh, word. Oh. That's the good shit. That's Is the, that that's... unfortunate, though? I feel yeah, like that's... that's fortunate. No, that's drift compatible. Sure, like... yeah. <laughs> Finally, if you'd indulge me, I'd like to ask what the gang thinks about the casting of the anime. I ask because, for me specifically, a lot of them are misses. All of the actors do a good job, but apart from Mayumi Tanaka as Luffy's voice actress, who is a legend and perfect fit, and chose lovely rendition of Brooke, I could honestly take or leave most of them. Specifically, in my opinion, Frankie's voice is a good example. It strikes me as way too high and raspy. I've always imagined him as similar to Aoi Toto from Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, if any of you have seen that show. Incredible shonen, by the way. Highly recommend it. It is good, but I watched uh. it dub, so I actually don't know. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> yeah, from the various clips, how have you guys liked the casting of the anime? Is, are we talking about, like, the Japanese VAs? I mean, in this case, yeah. But if you have opinions on either, happy to hear them. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just like... I don't really watch enough an, of, like, solid anime outside of little clips to, like, really develop a palette for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, have very little opinion. Brooke is amazing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, I, my only. I, I I like Frankie because he sounds like a yakuza greaser tough. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I yeah, I feel like Frankie is perfect personally. I can't imagine um, him speaking other otherwise. I, uh, you've shown me like the really emotional clips with the dub cast about how like the performances really nail it at like you know the Ennis lobby arc stuff mm-hmm. like that and like there's yeah. some. I mean, there's some really amazing stuff. I, they all, you know, they, uh, we know a lot of this cast from Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. So in, the, like, in the dub, specifically. In the dub, so like... I mean, technically know. in the sub, too, because we have Krillin as Monkey D. Luffy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh. Japanese Krillin is uh, Luffy's voice actress. <laughs> then English Krillin as Usopp. God yes. bless. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Krillin has his DNA all over this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's hard for me to, like, criticize anything, because whenever I, I watch media, I'm just like, wow, that sure is a thing that exists. I, right. I enjoy it. You just take it in? Yeah. <clears throat> cool. I mean, I always love, like, boy shonen's, like, being voiced by anime grandmas. That's always <laughs> Very my, true. That's always my tea. Uh, the only one that has ever struck me as funny, and, like, not even a way that I dislike it, it just is, sometimes I remember, and it makes me laugh. But Zoro in, in Japan, and I guess in English too, very, very deep voice, because he's in English, he's Chris Sabat. Yes. Uh, oh, God. And, and, and it's really jarring because I hear Piccolo whenever I hear English <laughs> Zoro's lines. But, but even in Japanese, I forget the actor who portrays him, but it's the same actor that does the uh, main character in Ghost of Tsushima, if you do the Japanese dub. Uh, oh, oh, wow. But also, like, Swords. that extremely deep voice is very funny when you remember that he's supposed to be 19 years old. <laughs> right. Oh, he's a baby. <laughs> he's 19 God. years old and he's seen some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He apparently. He, he is what I think 19 year olds think they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's yes. fought hundreds of battles, don't you know? <laughs> right. 19 year olds are like the seventh grade of adulthood. Oh, baby! Second quote list. <laughs> I, strong. I, I feel like that's from somewhere, so I so don't quote me on that. It might be somewhere. I see. All right. What was it you said before, Theo? We have takes that are. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I say things and forget them. Does anyone else remember 
uh, something about takes growing all kinds of bacteria. Yeah, yeah I don't remember the, the exact quote, but I can get it to you when I edit. <laughs> Great news. This if you want it uh, verbatim. <laughs> Please do, yes. My only thought on like voice actors is is I found out this week and I, I posted it on the Discord that like Maddie Blaustein did the voice of, of Dr. Kareha and she was a, a trans lady and it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. Way to go, four kids. <laughs> the, the one good four kids thing. Amazing. Didn't she also uh, voice Meowth? Yes. Oh from my uh, Pokemon episode 31 through series 8, I think. Yeah. Wow. That is what. That is wilder than Enel being Sephiroth. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, the first trans person that you heard as a kid was Meow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is that is that good representation? I'm not sure. Uh, Me- it, I mean, everyone, I guess everyone loves Meow. So. I'll certainly take yeah. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, also Yugi's grandpa. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, repre- right. that's good representation. <laughs> they just the the only that's fucking very range. Brief line about voice actors when you, you mentioned uh chris Avant and piccolo i used to know someone who was like complaining about the the dub in my hero academia mm-hmm. and said and re- referred to uh all might as piccolo cosplaying as steve rogers <laughs> and i was like you're not making a case against this to me no that's uh, yeah that's, <laughs> that's just that's accurate what, that's one of the most incredible pitches I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I'm sold. Like, where yeah. do I sign? You fucked up incredibly badly, sir. <laughs> I love Chopper because... Pikachu. Otani can do no wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, is that Pikachu? Um, I like Chopper mm-hmm. because yeah. he's Chopper. Oh, that <laughs> That's true, too. But Chopper is, is lifted up <laughs> by her adorable voice arms. Indeed. Voice arms. <laughs> yes. The lightning bolts of, of arms. She was also she was also Merle on Escaflone. Oh, oh wow. uh, I'll move on to the second email, which starts Addendum. I have something to addend. Is that a word? <laughs> Dunno. <laughs> I already like this email. Addendi. Uh, sorry for the double mail. The whole question about Luffy being a chosen one is very interesting. In my personal opinion, and what I'm hoping you'll see as you continue covering the story, is that Luffy technically is a chosen one, as seen with his super special hockey that you've seen him use. Uh, However, the title, The Qualities of a King, should clue you in. He has it because he already has said qualities. This is emblematic of other similar moments. Uh, It's not that he's chosen just because, through the power of fate and friendship. He's chosen because he's the one who can make the most of it. He's rewarded, not pampered. If Luffy didn't have this super special hockey, a war hero for a grandpa, the world's most wanted criminal for a father, Whitebeard's second division commander as a brother, the adoration of an Amazon princess and the will of D, he'd still be Luffy. He'd still be the kid who thinks with his heart and breaks the iron grips of tyrants, bouncing merrily from one island to another with a smile. Uh, In fact, I'd argue that as you go through the story, you'll encounter characters more fit for the title of the chosen one than Luffy, and yet this is the kid we follow. Uh, sorry, hope this makes sense. I had a case of the One Piece thoughts. You know how it is. <laughs> I do know how it is. <laughs> I wrote down a lot of notes on this exact subject, uh, and now I don't have to talk about it. Because <laughs> you laid it out for, for me pretty much exactly uh, what I was thinking. 
But yeah, we'll, I, I will still have a few things to say when we get to the fourth points I was thinking of. I forget if it was brought up on our Discord already or if I read this somewhere else, but one of the things that w- has been said about it that has stuck with me is that he's not special because he has it. He has it because he's special, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. I, I need to know more about it and understand what it is. Yeah. yeah. In, in I mean, the, to be honest, like, I wasn't... Well, we'll, we'll talk about it more when we get to it. Uh, like, I wasn't even thinking about, like, the hockey in particular. Like, that's just a particularly high-profile example. Right. Um, like, because the, the concept of him being, like, a chosen one archetype has come up before. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, how about we get into this volume? Please. Oh, yes! Uh, a rare occurrence, we don't have a cover story at all. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we get little, like, vignettes. We just get some fun, yeah, fun yeah. times with animals. Uh, we will get our next cover story very soon, and it is a, a fun one, and oh one I'm sure you've all been dying to see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this week uh, we're just going to get into the volume. Speaking of covers, I feel cheated by this cover. <laughs> because I did not get nearly enough of these three <laughs> beasties in the back. This is a tease that I do not appreciate. <laughs> well, maybe it's because... Especially this koala with the abs showing <laughs> i i need more information <laughs> maybe it's because he had already drawn all these chapters by the time he had to make this cover so he knew that he hadn't used them enough and so he mm. wanted to give you a little bit more on the cover mm. to give you a but taste. I, the cover is just giving me making me have more questions <laughs> it's a mini koala <laughs> it's like a minotaur but a koala <laughs> Yeah, the concept is pretty self-explanatory, I think. <laughs> Koala of Minos. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I'll start with the author's note. This week, Oda writes, I hear that yawning is the body's way of saying it wants oxygen. I think the reason yawns are so contagious is that whenever one person yawns, the oxygen on the face of the earth decreases significantly. It's the law of conservation of mass. Speaking of which, one time I did such a big yawn that the space shuttle, that dream of mankind, went up into space. Well, that's only half true. Time for volume 55. (laughs) It's space time! (laughs) That dream of mankind. Um, The man is going to become friends with everyone on the Grand Line. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone God. should watch Common Writer for Zay. You should, <laughs> it's yes. so every, good. Every you person. Should. Previously, after their defeat in the Battle of Sabaudi Archipelago, Straw Hat Pirates find themselves scattered to various islands. Luffy ends up on the Island of Women, where he wins the heart of Boa Hancock. By accident. By accident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he learns that Ace is soon to be executed, he recruits the Empress to help him break into the impregnable underwater prison Impel Down. But as he searches for his brother, Luffy encounters his old enemy, Buggy the Clown, and becomes embroiled in the battles between Buggy and his jailers, thereby revealing his presence to the enemy. With an army of guards and monsters hot on their heels, the fugitives pass through Crimson Hell and Beast Hell and continue downward. On the way, they free Mr. Three and Mr. Two Bon Clay, but as the outlaws continue their descent, the forces of the entire prison gather on level four to capture Luffy. This is maybe the most complicated summary that we've seen. Like, there are so many people on this page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And my favorite thing is that for red-haired Shanks, instead of it saying, oh, this is the pirate Luffy idolized, it just says, nobody knows what he will do in this war. 
That's some hooky spooky shit. <laughs> Mamanga and Boa leave the prison, and Mamanga explains that Ace will be escorted to Marineford at three the next afternoon for his execution. He's interrupted with a report from his men that red-haired Shanks has recently been involved in some clashes in the New World. He's been fighting with Kaido, another one of the four emperors. This guy again! That idiot Kaido. Mm -hmm. That dingbat. (laughs) Uh, Allegedly, Kaido was making moves to go take out Whitebeard, given the current chaos, and Shanks intervened. Hmm. Don't know what's going on there. Okay, so the four emperors are not on each other's sides automatically. No. Okay. No, they are... The easiest way to think about it is that they are basically four separate crime syndicates that all hold sway over the second half of the Grand Line. Right. Okay. So we've got the Shanks of Red, uh-huh. the, beard of, the Beard of White. Mm-hmm. The Idiot uh, of Kaido. That, the Idiot of Kaido. <laughs> the Kaido of Idiot. <laughs> and, and Blank. Uh, and Blank. Captain Falcon. Buggy and Mr. Three continue to beg Luffy to go up the prison instead of further down but he's preoccupied picking dried blood from his nose great ew that was almost one of my quotes (laughs) I almost picked it too me too (laughs) (laughs) they realize that the ceiling is getting further away and notice that the floor has broken away beneath them and they're all falling towards the boiling vat of level 4 Oh no, they're going into the Phlegathon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking basically. A boiling blood. Uh, we see another jailer beast pushing unfortunate men into the vat to be boiled to death. That's a bummer. Yeah. Hmm. Why? <laughs> Why is this prison? Why does this exist? What? Hell. I... What is the government doing? Yeah. <laughs> Where are they getting a lot of these people? Right! Like, what? How are there still pirates? <laughs> also present on level four is Dawes Bones, formerly Mr. One. Dawes Bones. Dawes Bones. M- a much cooler name. Yes. Mr. One's pretty good. But... <laughs> it's no Dawes Bones. Indeed. <laughs> All of Magellan's forces start gathering on level four to intercept Luffy, including the three other jailer beasts other than the Minotaur. So we meet the Minorhinoceros the Minnakoala, <laughs> and the Minnazebra. <laughs> and they all have abs! <laughs> <laughs> they are I don't all know if the rhinoceros has abs. He's, he's got the, the overalls. He's got little overalls! We, we can assume. Wait, oh my god, the minnow rhinoceros has that little, like, cowl that, like, the Robin Hood rhinoceros guards had from Disney. <laughs> oh my god, oh my right. god. <laughs> little square off, yeah. Forgot about that. God bless. Wonder where he got the idea. Could be anything. Luffy and co. wonder which direction to head next, and Luffy begins to follow his nose to the kitchen and food storage. Just follow the nose. When Magellan is giving the orders, Hannibal and Sadie are unhappy with them for very different reasons. Yes. (laughs) And he has to come up with a different way to get Sadie to do what he says because she actively enjoys being suffocated. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very good. Also, did we did we skip over uh, Magellan's fucking like box chair? We did. <laughs> that he goes everywhere in with it with his, it's like a sealed 
palanquin box <laughs> with a tiny little like cuckoo clock door. He likes on one to be enclosed for him to look out of. He it's likes just a little little box. He likes enclosed spaces. <laughs> He's comfortable that way. He might have a toilet in there. <laughs> I assumed it was a toilet the first time I read through <laughs> that he was just being carried around on. You know, yeah. a privy. Ew. Yeah. Ew. He, he is a Ew. gross man. <laughs> It's just the fact do, of the matter. Do not shake that box. <laughs> do not. Bon Clay chases after Luffy, but Buggy and Three stay behind because Three has picked up on the strange formations that the guards have started taking, realizing they're setting a trap to capture them all on level four. Luffy and Bon Clay are stopped in their tracks by the arrival of Magellan, who crashes down on the bridge that they're running on. Very imposing. A hell of a oh, he looks so cool. A, I know we bring it up a lot, mm-hmm. but that's a Dark Souls boss entrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Criminal scum. Uh, the other guards begin to clear the way, knowing that the warden's poison attacks will be indiscriminate. Ugh. Just, uh, just doing a real cat out of the bad technique. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Boy. Bon Clay begs Luffy to run, warning him how dangerous Magellan and his powers are. Magellan wants to know how Luffy got into the prison, but Luffy refuses to give up Hancock. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Reciprocated love! (laughs) Yeah, somewhere she faints. (laughs) Swoon. Luffy and Magellan begin their fight, and Magellan is relentless, using all manners of neurotoxins and gas attacks to paralyze and impede Luffy. The art on this this conflict is amazing. (laughs) Because... Mm-hmm. There is such high contrast in Magellan's slime attacks and yeah. the way they're mm-hmm. like literally in the same panel as like it looked like it looks like some like screen tone Luffy with lots of tiny hashes. It's just uh, uh, it's so good. You can almost see like the bright green lighting on this right. toxic <laughs> yeah. hydra. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite techniques he does is Venom Road, where he, uh, yeah. he travels up his slime hydra like a pneumatic tube. Yeah. He just yeah. splatoons right through it. Iodine looks so slimy. <laughs> it's all like, I don't like that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more slime. <laughs> more slime. Uh, that's an X mark. <laughs> ah! <Ooh. laughs> yes! Right. What Nicole, <laughs> there are a number of slimy boys on the way. Yes! <laughs> I knew I loved One Piece. <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> Bonclay runs for it, tears in his eyes, asking Luffy's forgiveness. Bonclay! Meanwhile, Buggy and Three plan to jump a Hanya ball while the security is at its lightest. And Magellan asks if Luffy still refuses to surrender, to which he replies, I'm gonna rescue Ace, and we're gonna leave this place. I can't die without even seeing him first. I won't let you execute him, but I'm going to lose for sure if I don't even hit you, so I might as well sacrifice my arms right now. Yeah, and this was this was where I wrote it down. Like, the hockey of the Supreme King doesn't belong to any schmo with an important dad. It belongs to the guy who is willing to sacrifice his arms to defeat Luffy. an opponent he can't touch. Right. Luffy is someone who would use the consumable items in an RPG. <laughs> Oh, the true the most, king. That's the most terrifying yeah, the thing. The Supreme I've ever Emperor. Heard. <laughs> Have my respect. <laughs> Luffy activates Gear 2 and Jet Bazooka's Magellan, coating his arms in poison as a result. 
Bummer. Cutting back to Buggy and Mr. Three, unfortunately, they were easily defeated by Hanya Ball, who thinks to himself <laughs> that he would have just let them get through to make the warden look bad if they hadn't run right at him. Aw, guys. Why'd you have to choose violence? <laughs> Every time. Magellan is impressed with Luffy's resolve. He says, I never thought you'd be able to knock me to my knees, but even a mouse can be formidable when cornered. But now there is enough poison on your hands to kill you. You must be in terrible pain. You have my condolences. I mean, that's more than the other guys he coated in poison got. Yeah. <laughs> the ones who worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> Due to all of the poison and gas and smog, Luffy's faculties begin to fail him, and his vision grows woozy, and his legs begin to give out under him. Oh man, his arm's spaghetti. <laughs> Knees weak. <laughs> <laughs> The battle eventually ends with Luffy's whole body drenched in poison, left on the ground to die, coated in viscous slime. Oof. This is the wrong kind of slimy boy. These panels with Magellan standing over him with the flames behind him, and then looking down (laughs) and saying, go to hell. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Chills, I tell you. (laughs) He, He made a mockery. Of the, of the fortress impel down. Uh, Magellan orders Luffy's body moved down to level 5, the frozen hell, where he will die 24 hours later from the poison. Yum. Hmm. The end of I'm so piece. full of poisons! <laughs> Yum! And Luffy's Again. face, like, it, it's just a horrific, ghastly <laughs> mask of goo. Yeah. And he's still <laughs> muttering, Ace! He looks like a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was just playing Ocarina today. <laughs> uh, Magellan finds Hanya Ball and all his men defeated, lying on the ground, allegedly having had their asses kicked by a swan freak who knew karate. Hmm. Frickin' swan freaks. Magellan gives Hanya Ball marching orders to clean up Impel Down and get it back in order, and takes his leave. His diary is back. Yeah, <laughs> it's kicking in. <laughs> Great. Kick, but, you know, what's that 2.30 feeling, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> Uh, it turns out, though, that it wasn't Hanyabal he was talking to, but Bon Clay in disguise. Yeah. Mr. Two Bon Clay. I love that Bon Clay has one. the self-awareness to, like, know what other people say about him, but, like, not care. He's just gonna be himself. Yeah, lean into yeah. it. Uh, Buggy and Mr. Three try to convince him to give up on Luffy, but Bon Clay is committed to saving his friend. Still in the Hanyabal disguise, Bon Clay learns from some medics that Luffy is well and truly fucked having been exposed to too many different types of Magellan's poisons. <laughs> Status. Fucked. Parentheses. Well and truly. <laughs> they say that injecting him with drugs at this point would just hasten his death. That doesn't make sense. It's, you're just no not joke. good at medicine. <laughs> Are you a doctor? You just chose the wrong drugs. Then Bonclay remembers Queen Eva, the miracle worker, somewhere down in Impel Down. I wrote that the worst way I could have. Somewhere down in Impel Down, we need a miracle worker. Uh, he says he can save people the doctors can't. He's even saved dying countries. He's the legendary hero of the Queen World, Eva the Superstar. Still in disguise, Bon Clay escorts Buggy and Mr. Three to the frozen hell and reads through the prisoner index looking for Eva. However, uh, someone named Emporio Ivankov is crossed off the list. But the Panda Man oh. is not. Yeah. Also, just to get in front of it, Roche Thompson, not a person. 
What? Okay. Yeah, not not an Thank X you. mark, even though it seems like it should be. Yet. Yet. <laughs> what <laughs> about <laughs> black? Black. <laughs> Potentially. Uh, another jailer explains that a few years ago, there was an incident that ended in his disappearance. He explains, once in a while, prisoners go missing and impel down. It's clear that they haven't escaped. These are prisoners who aren't able to move, but suddenly they're gone. They call it the Demon's Invitation. I'm sure that's fine and not something that a prison should worry about at all. <laughs> yep. yeah, uh, yeah, like, is there... I, I didn't realize you factor in shrinkage when you do inventory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, we, we were going to add another hell, but, you know, now we don't have to. Well, I mean, they're, when they're just casually pushing guys into vats to boil to death, I'm sure they're not bothered when a few go missing. Yeah, yeah they've but got, those like, helpies, they've got sword trees. <laughs> There's listen, all kinds of reasons listen. guys can go missing. When you push someone into the Hellvat or the Sword Tree, you mark them off on the ledger. <laughs> right. We have a system. I mean, how do you tell the difference between somebody getting eaten by the woods and somebody escaping? Well, let's well, clean up for one. Escape <laughs> is out. And then they continue to make trouble for the world government. Oh, you eaten by the just... woods. Who cares? That's a good time. Just lay low. You you open a bar and just lay low and live out the rest of your life. <laughs> open a spider's cafe. Everyone was bundled up head to toe to enter the freezing hell. Uh, but there's a great gag about how apparently Hanya Ball always enters level five unarmed and half naked to show the prisoners who's boss. Sure. This... This has to be, like, they have to know Hanya Ball's a fake. This has to be some kind of a troll move. <laughs> so, Bon Clay, Buggy, and Mr. Three are stripped of their winter gear and pushed into the freezer. Well. Also on this floor are just packs of roaming wolves, so ferocious that if they were on level two, they'd eat the other monsters. The army wolves. Just wolves. <laughs> What's down here? Wolves. Wolves with... Cr- absolutely crazy hypnos spirals. <laughs> yeah, not know, liking that. Just on. deranged wolves. <laughs> just I am. I am wolves. liking. Um, I am liking the Dante Infernoian. I, I love a good cold hell. Is what I'm saying. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, not all has to be fire and brimstone. How about you know, the 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 freezing uh, desperation of the deepest depths of despair. Ooh, I got mm. you, you freestyled that one. <laughs> little bit. That's good. Buggy and Mr. Three ditch Bon Clay immediately, leaving him to fight the wolves alone. I mean, he, he, not everybody can do karate on wolves. <laughs> like, I'm it's impressed. a specific style. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he doesn't call out any oh, come my way techniques in this, which is, which is an outrage. It would be wasted mm-hmm. on these wolves. They don't understand. Maybe that's wolves don't have gender. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> Wolves can't come my way. <laughs> Wolves get out of my way. <laughs> That's the exact the exact opposite of oh come my way. <laughs> get out of here and fuck off karate. Luffy is banging his head against the bars of his cell, still screaming Sorry, about I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay now. <laughs> D- David is banging his fists against the bars of his podcast cell. <laughs> Uh, still screaming about rescuing Ace, and he's starting to piss off his cellmates. Uh, one of the big guys who has a unique design, uh, and I don't think very big. I'm not sure if he ever gets a name, so I'm just going to assume that this is Roche Thompson. Oh, okay, sure. we found him. I love this guy, and there I love is. 
this is the most this is one of the most heartbreaking places I've seen Luffy like just he has to fight but he can't fight but he's doing what he can and it is against the floor of this cell yeah mm-hmm. yep it is it, it is him taking the the fattest L <laughs> in that this that this world can offer like boiling from the inside out in a frozen hell prison screaming for his brother oh uh, the large ah! prisoner says to him, I don't know who you want to rescue, but you can't even save yourself. Is one of your friends locked up? That's idiotic. In prison, you only look out for yourself. There's no help coming. Everyone dies alone. In a sea of fire, you step on the guy next to you to survive. When a monster comes after you, you shove the guy next to you into its mouth. Worrying about others will only get you killed. Suddenly, though, a half-frozen, half-mauled Bonclay arrives at the cell, keys in hand, to rescue Luffy in the name of friendship. Ah! <laughs> Bonclay, baby! <laughs> uh, he begs forgiveness for running away uh, when Luffy fought Magellan, and he begins to cart Luffy around from cell to cell on level 5, asking if anyone has seen or heard of Evenkov before. Uh, he eventually gets a tip to investigate an abandoned guard post, but the reason it's abandoned is because it is a den of wolves. Because oh wolves. Bonclay valiantly fights off the wolves alone, defending an unconscious Luffy. Uh, he eventually gets swarmed, and the wolves start biting into him when Luffy wakes up and bites a wolf back. <laughs> yeah, Luffy. He's, he's, he didn't get to go to the kitchen. <laughs> he's hungry. He's still hungry. <laughs> Again, I'm absolutely sure that he ate that giant boar on, on Amazon Blue. <laughs> a live frog. <laughs> These drawings Which... of Mr. Chupon Clay are amazing, yeah. too. Like, you can just feel the energy ass. and the strength. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luffy again unleashes a subconscious wave of Supreme King Hockey, knocking the wolves away, and the two friends faint in the snow. Yeah, this reminded me of Shanks with the Sea Monster way back in mm-hmm. Romance Dawn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they are found <laughs> by the coolest person ever. <laughs> they, With uh... they are they are found by a Corella Deville sorceress. <laughs> Corella Deville slash David Bowie, Starman, Harry yeah, Potter yeah. Stan. <laughs> yeah. With twenty six hours remaining until Ace's execution. They are approached by a bizarre two-tone individual with a wine glass mm-hmm. in the middle of the snow. An unconventional conventionist, <laughs> some might say. We flash back... You might say. <laughs> I do. We flash back briefly to how Bon Clay tricked Hanyabal, posing as Nami and coaxing him into the closet to help her take her clothes off. All right. <laughs> All right. The real sure. Hanyabal... Still remains there in the closet tied up, just glad that it'll look bad for the warden once he's found. <laughs> you gotta look at the bright side. He's in that closet I'm making glad lemonade. This will reflect badly on the warden, but I hate being outsmarted. It's good to know that the hair under his, like, pharaoh cap is in the exact same shape of, as his pharaoh cap. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's stuck that <laughs> That way. just uh-huh. tells me it's been a long time since he's used shampoo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm, he needs to condition. Sometime later, Bonclay finds himself in a dreamlike place. A rowdy pub in the middle of the prison. All of the people inside welcome him to Newcoma Land, 
There are disco balls everywhere. Everyone has fishnets and sunglasses. Got an excellent pompadour. Mm -hmm. Bonclay is approached by the person who rescued him, introducing himself as Inazuma, though he appears much more feminine than when we first saw him. He's got those One Piece tits. (laughs) (laughs) The the classic Oda set. Where'd you find a pair of those lying around? (laughs) In the SBS problem. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, his uh, catchphrase is, how rude. (laughs) Which I love. With a heart. With a little heart. And then we are introduced to a sweet transvestite. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, we meet Emporio Ivankov, the missing queen of Kamabaka Queendom, who welcomes Bonclay to Impel Down Level 5.5, the prisoner's secret garden, a.k.a. New Kamaland. And this is just Tim Curry. <laughs> How do you do, I? <laughs> See you've met my... <laughs> they have food, they have weapons, they have games, and above all, they have freedom! <laughs> His stage show is interrupted when a pirate barges in, blaming Ivankov for making his father into a woman. He says, 15 years ago, my father was a great king. Then he went to the Kamabaka queendom and came back a woman. His kingdom and our family were torn apart. I used to be a prince, but now I'm a lousy pirate. Sounds like your kingdom's problem then. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think think there was some context to this. Uh, he fires a hand cannon at Eva, who knocks the cannonball back with his powerful death wink technique. The most powerful wink on the grand line. <laughs> Which, okay, we learn later this character has hormone hormone powers. There is no hormone that makes your eyeball able to wink back a cannon. No. So this no, is he's... just pure power. <laughs> yeah, he's just awesome. This the... is just a, a, a hockey-infused 305 lad. <laughs> yeah, something like that. The... A... Iva's Iva's gimmick is is very good, which is that he just like constantly tricks people and commits to it. <laughs> like after after introducing himself and the place to Bon Clay, they just like, ooh, well I got a bit too excited, and now my anemia is not bothering me at all. <laughs> <Psych>. <laughs> and he pretends that the cannon is gonna hurt him, and then just kaboom. My favorite also- one is when everyone is shocked uh, that someone would speak disrespectfully towards. Eva, or or not use his mm. proper title, and he's like, "I don't care. They can call me Pooh if they want, but they better not." But they but better, they better not. not. It's so good. Yeah, it was very good. So, can we talk about his outfit? Like, it, it speaks less to me of drag and more of just like professional wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a healthy no, it's, mix it, of both. I think. Yeah. No, it's. Um, I mean, if we want to like notes from like what is and is not part of Frankenfurter's Rocky Horror Ensemble uh-huh. like it's the the hair and like the face is obviously like a caricature of Tim Curry and that makeup um, the pearl necklace um, and the fishnet stockings and there was a cape but it's you know it's a slightly different cape in the movie but then like the bodysuit like that's all that's all Oda. That's, that's one piece. That's a, <laughs> that's a one that's a wrestling singlet with like a cool tattoo. <laughs> Eva then rushes up to the man and using his devil fruit powers injects the man with Emporio Estrogen, transforming him from very masculine to very feminine. This goes from, like, from one pull all the way to the other extremely fast, where it's like, yeah, no, there was no, like, y- your father wanted to become a woman. That's what was, that's that's it. 
Yeah, deal but with then, it. But then, don't don't change people's sex like immediately. If they don't ask you to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's like true. you like he he de- he expl- demonstrates, you know, in the past, <laughs> but still demonstrates uh, how this should work, and then doesn't do that. <laughs> but so, also, uh, also sometimes also. you kind of want. This had people to understand a little bit of what you're feeling. So yeah, yeah, it's one way when, to do it. I, I don't know when they fire a cannon at you. Maybe it's warranted a little bit. <laughs> you know, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, let me let me tell you the the list of people in my life I know who would bust into Impel Down <laughs> to find to find this this oh, yeah. camp this camp queen to punch the gender into them or out oh, of yeah. them. Oh yeah, is numerous. Those are people who want it. Is all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I mm-hmm. honestly. Is it, is, I chalked this up as Oda wanted to both demonstrate this power visually, but also really wanted to draw a naked woman and didn't think about it <laughs> yeah. much further than that. And, yep. the, and and was able to or a topless you know, woman at least was able to visit an unwanted fate on someone who was shitty. Yeah. You, you get you serve three purposes in mm. writing. It's mm-hmm. a, it's economical. Does anyone ever ten, tangentially read it? Does anyone ever see or heard of a movie called The Assignment? No, no. I'll tell you about it afterwards. It is really weird, but very interesting hmm. on this subject. Eva says to him, "Your father wanted to become a woman. Deal with it. Two mothers, one daughter. That's fine too. Just deal with it. Don't be shy. You still have a long way to go as a new comma, a new human, man or woman or both. Be whatever you want to be." I've yeah. already shattered the borders of gender. We all have. Yeah! <laughs> We've all transcended it. Yeah! We are the new humans, the new comma. <laughs> the new comma! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> I'm on board! And th- this is our garden of freedom, new comma land. Yeah! <laughs> God bless this, like, gender utopia. <laughs> I, Which, it's, um, it's interesting you use that word, Jay. This, um actually led me back around to something I've been thinking about for a while but wasn't expecting to have to think about again uh-huh. mm-hmm. back when um, back in, in Alabasta uh, we learned that like the party line like the quote unquote stated purpose of Baroque Works yeah. was to create a utopia mm-hmm. whatever that means and obviously that was you know a front. Just Crocodile had to throw out some bullshit to uh to get people on board um but like i i don't remember if we ever really talked about it i thought a lot about that line not really in and of itself but like what it meant for all the different you know like numbered and named agents like how they were recruited given their idiosyncrasies it would be a different definition for each of them Indeed, and and for some of them, it's like I can't imagine they care at all. Right? Like you're not you're not going <laughs> to get Bones. Mr. Three or Daz Bones by talking about a utopia. Yeah. Like no, they just want power. But Bon Clay is. I mean, let's be clear. Bon Clay ain't perfect. Bon Clay is an infiltrator. Bon Clay has probably assassinated people before. <laughs> um, but he is a very idealistic and very loyal person. Yeah who also shows tremendous personal courage in many ways. Uh, he seems like the kind of person who actually would sign up to create a utopia. Mm-hmm. And then we came into this place and I was like, this is what it would look like, isn't it? Probably. 
he found he found a utopia <laughs> of a sort, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, that that seems very interesting to me. You're you're, I, I'm getting it, Tyler. I'm getting <laughs> why you like this guy so much. Something that Jason and I were talking about off mic, like before we started recording. But this knowing that these are Eva's powers and this is the place that he can create um, mm-hmm. gives us the ability to give a charitable reading to the Kamabaka Queendom. Because if they wanted to be passing, quote unquote, they very easily could. They could just ask Eva to do it. And yet they choose to remain in their bodies the way they are. Which I think is interesting. Hell yeah! Right. Probably not Oda's intention, but he gave me that no. runway, so I'm going to use it. Not not even remotely his intention. I think it's uh, it's kind of interesting. It's a nation of contrasts because I seeing such an interesting portrayal of gender this like this close from like the whole like Kamabaka Queendom stuff that we that we all went into last week. I don't want to. I don't want to uncork those sure. leftovers this week, but like seeing the, these two points in such close proximity, writing-wise, is very, very interesting to me. It's very fascinating, and it's clearly like a concept that was on his mind because we get three different points on it. We get the thing with Sanji, we get this, and we get Amazon Lily. Right. Um, I mean, it strikes me as the kind of thing where like it's on his mind and he's thinking about it. But he's also, like, absolutely flying by the seat of his pants and yes. writing <laughs> yeah. as the concepts bounce off of his head. Because they're not thought yeah. through. They're just, no. like, sort of <laughs> different reflections of different kinds of media that he may have consumed. Right, yeah. exactly. And, and that, I'm just going to say it, that uh, seat of his pants, this is why we love him. Right. If he, if he wasn't if he wasn't that person, he wouldn't have created One Piece. A hundred percent. Also, the fact but that all of these people are imprisoned tells me everything I need to know about the world government that I didn't already just assume. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it is. It, it ultimately is saying that, and this is uh, what makes it great as a part of One Piece, and it's you know really potentially cool and interesting as something in Luffy's story is like, you know, regardless of the details, the idea here, the you know authorial idea is. Uh, gender, everybody should be free to be who they are on every axis, including gender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A- and so, like, this is another one of those things that, like, Luffy wouldn't think about at all and would just immediately sign up to fight for. And, like, in two, I, I do like the, like, the, like, almost militant confidence <laughs> that, um, that, uh, Iva exudes. It's just like, tough shit, deal with it. Here's my, yeah. here it is. <laughs> Too bad. Like that. Yeah. And I also, like, I'm feeling complicated feelings as, like, a pretty feminine trans guy. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. in terms of Iva being pretty feminine and using he, him pronouns. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know as a writer if this is just like, oh, he's a man who's dressing as a woman. Mm -hmm. Or if this is, Mm -hmm. like, in a queer way, like... Yeah, he's a guy, and he's feminine, and what of it? I I looked into that, because I thought of that also, and from what I saw, it seems likely that Oda probably just didn't think about it that hard. Right, right, Um, right. But it is a, like, I I know that there are, you know, places and parts of the drag community where opinions differ on that, and it is complicated. 
Right. Oh, so. it's it's a hundred percent complicated because you can be you can be a butch trans woman, you can be a femme trans guy, as I am, mm -hmm. and you can be a feminine cisgender man and a butch cisgender woman, and all all of the different points on the data spectrum of gender and assigned sex and all of these things. Um, and I don't, I highly doubt that Oda is thinking about all of these things at once, but it's just, it's interesting Ooh. to play with how to read yeah. this text. It's all, I think it's all completely, like, consistent with what we're shown on the page. Yeah. I think. So. Uh, Eva informs Bon Clay that they've already started Luffy's treatment and patched Bon Clay up at Luffy's request, because even dying from Magellan's poison, Luffy put Bon Clay's well-being above his own. Of course he did. <laughs> Luffy! Luffy's our boy. They've locked Luffy up in a room alone with the door chained shut. And Eva says that Luffy has been screaming for ten hours straight, and his treatment will last another two days at least. Why did they have this room? <laughs> this is the treatment room. they've done room. this before. Yeah. Uh, we flash back to Eva administering treatment to Luffy, and he informed him that it would take ten years off his life to save him now. Luffy readily agreed, because what the fuck is the other option? The other option is all of the years off of his life. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. taking those ten off the back half, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Eva continued, Even then, there's no guarantee you'll make it. But right now, your chance of survival is zero. I can only increase that to two or three percent. Whether you live or die depends on your own willpower. If you die, the poison wins. If you live, you win. Now off you go to the Valley of Death. <laughs> Eva injected Luffy with a healing hormone, accelerating his natural healing capacity beyond its limits, causing immediate and immense pain. We get gross, yucky close-up shots of his, I guess, heart? <laughs> Pituitary gland? Who knows? Something there is doing something. <laughs> I see veins. And, yeah. Rubber veins! Rubber veins. <laughs> yeah. Can fit, they can fit more hormones in them at once. Ah! <laughs> ah, that's making no. my neck feel funny. <laughs> boy, oh boy. No, no, it wasn't any more fun to say than it was for you. <laughs> for you. Uh, returning to present, Eva explains to Bon Clay, willpower and hormones unleash the vital forces of the human body. All I did was stimulate Straw Hat Boy's natural immunity factors to abnormal levels and altered his body to enable him to fight off the poisons inside him. His body is now breaking down and regenerating at an incredible rate. Only by enduring that pain can he escape death. Uh, bon Clay, disturbed by the screaming pain that Luffy's been in for ten hours already, begs Eva to do something else to help him, but Eva slaps him away. He says, Shut up! I'm helping him right now! We're talking about a life. Do you know what it means to save a life that is beyond saving? You call me a miracle worker, but I'm no god. Well, I don't care what you call me. I won't waste my time saving fools who can't save themselves. And even with nations that were about to suffer economic collapse, or be torn apart by wars, all I did was focus their will to live. Miracles only happen to those who never give up. Never underestimate the power of miracles. <sighs> I love this. <laughs> oh boy. Because mm -hmm. what he's actually saying there is never underestimate the power of humanity, mm -hmm. of the human spirit. Mm -hmm. And, like, never underestimate the power of, like, just getting by to survive. Right. Yep. <laughs> they return to Nukama Land to feast and chat while Luffy fights for his life. 
even explains that he ate the horm horm fruit. <laughs> One of the worst fruit names so really far. Really bad. <laughs> 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 they, Did not translate horm- to English <laughs> very well. Yeah, the the Japanese fruit name is Horu Horu no Mi. That's better. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard to make that English without also calling it the hor hor fruit. Right. <laughs> the horny horny fruit. We don't. It got worse. Okay. <laughs> that's what that's what Oda wrote. Uh, this allowed him to become an engineer of the human body, able to alter people from the inside. Bonclay marvels at the fact a place like Nukama Land can exist undetected in a prison like Impel Down. But Eva explains that there are many nooks and crannies they can sneak around in to gather supplies. And they've even set up their own counter-surveillance system to monitor the prison, and had been watching <laughs> Luffy and Bonclay all along. The Denden Mushi with, uh, <laughs> with, the, with the lashes... Very, very good. good. Also, let's not <laughs> jump over A, calling them the candy boys and girls. <laughs> and also, yeah. the men become women and the women become men. And like, yay! That's the first transmasculine <laughs> <laughs> representation I've seen in a long time. Yeah, uh, Eva likes to call people like candy so and so's. Candy boy. <laughs> he also likes to say, mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> It was built a long time ago by a prisoner who had a devil fruit that was good for digging. He says, Is that an X mark? Well, we're not there yet. Was that the grandma? The whole <laughs> grandma? We're not there yet. <laughs> they basically created their own ant colony inside the prison walls. Eva also mentions that this place is called level 5.5 because it exists between level 5 and level 6, which Bon Clay wasn't even aware existed. They have a 6? Yeah. He says that's where they keep the really dangerous people. They've all been sentenced to life imprisonment or death. Level 6 is the infinite hell. The prisoners there committed deeds so heinous that the government has erased their very existences. The government is always doing that to people they find inconvenient. Wait. The government um, is always doing that to people they find inconvenient. (laughs) Isn't, isn't, hold up though. They've all been sentenced to life imprisonment or death. As opposed to the blood forest, the boiling guys. <laughs> what were they? What did the boiling to? guys get? Yeah. Do they get time off for good behavior? <laughs> they get stew. Uh, we learned that not long ago there was a head jailer above Domino named Shiryu of the Rain. Mm. He is basically M Bison. <laughs> I, I was gonna say. Yeah. He used to massacre prisoners for fun, so they locked him up down on level six. There's a which again. There's a tier even they won't go to. Apparently, he would massacre them for fun versus seemingly massacring them for work. Yeah, <laughs> he was massacring them wrong. Yeah, the pleasure part was what they took umbrage with. <laughs> uh, some other notable level six residents that get name dropped include Catalina Devon, San Juan Wolf, the battleship, and Vasco Shot. All pirates who shook the world. Cool names. Very cool yeah. names. Hope we get to see them. I know one of those names. <laughs> you you, you might have drawn one of those names, I think. I've, I have drawn one of those names. <laughs> mm. uh, bon Clay lets Eva know that Luffy came here to rescue Ace, but Eva says he should really be more worried about himself, because Ace is a done deal at this point. He's going to be removed from Impel Down in eight hours to be executed, and Luffy's treatment will last another two days. 
So Bonclay decides to go and stand outside Luffy's door and cheer on his recovery as loudly and emphatically as he can. Yeah! Hell yeah. Just over Genki! and over. Just giving him the Genki. Gambare! <laughs> Gambare! <laughs> he's, do- he's doing like an Oendan, like a cheering squad line. Yeah. <laughs> this, this definitely feels like if the squad was here, Usopp would start this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what's great about it, that his, his squad isn't here, but and yet, he still mm-hmm. has like the, the investment of friendship that he has made in the world. It still matters. <laughs> Supreme King Hockey. And this is exactly what he needed, right. too. Uh, over time, more of the new comma residents join in, and eventually even jo- uh, Eva joins in the cheering. Uh, and eight hours pass, and it's time to hand off Ace to the Marines. Suddenly, Luffy's shouting stops. And Eva assumes that if the screams have stopped this early, that means that Luffy is dead. Oh boy. Especially with the seemingly blood oozing. Yeah, uh, yeah, we got we, we got some we, we got some door blood. Yeah, a pool of blood <laughs> oozes out <laughs> underneath the door, and that seems to confirm everybody's fears. Suddenly, though, the door begins to pound, and a voice cries out from behind it, demanding food. <laughs> He's fine. (laughs) This, you know, okay. So when Alabasta happened, uh, because I'm making a lot of comparisons. We're we're doing that this week. Uh When Alabasta happened, Luffy got impaled with a hook, Mm -hmm. and he healed that up with some meat. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I feel like... Ate some meat and got over it. Ate some meat and got over it. I feel like this is the the logical conclusion point of ate some meat and got over it. (laughs) Is yeah. what we're about to see here. Yeah. Because that, like, the frame that we get of him before the food panel uh-huh. is, like, that arm is beyond emaciated. It's ghastly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The new comma landers fill the room with food, barely able to keep up with Luffy's appetite, and he sucks down several days' worth of food that was meant for the entire population of New Land. <laughs> oh, boy. He finally wanders out of the chamber, body regenerating rapidly, and declares he's all better. He swallows all of it, by which I mean his whole body swallows yeah. all of it. Like, all of his arms swallow it, all his legs swallow it. <laughs> he, he puts the so, meat in its various places. He's <laughs> all esophagus. The food flies in like he's Kirby, <laughs> and what sh- what shuffles out is what looks to be a Junji Ito monster, because <laughs> we seem to see a a flesh bean bag waddle out with an emaciated boy torso on the top, <laughs> like a cake topper, and then he just like does some like Popeye, and he's all good. Uh, everyone cheers the miracle that he just pulled off. But Luffy is just glad that Bonclay is okay. Bonclay oh. collapses from having cheered for ten hours. What is it, seven or ten hours? Yeah, straight? shouted his throat raw. Mm-hmm. Luffy is determined to go save his brother still, and asks Eva if he wants to break out since Bonclay came to rescue him and all. But Eva says he's still waiting for the right time to escape, and the right time to escape is when Luffy's dad, Dragon, mobilizes the Revolutionary Army. Because Eva is a ranking official in said army. Oh my goodness. Be, be, the, be the queer revolutionary terrorist you want to see in the world. Hell <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, however, it is news to Eva that Dragon is Luffy's dad. And that he has children at all. 
I mean, yeah, like, understandable. Like, maybe it's not quite, you know, Jing Freaks level of <laughs> someone had children with that right. thing, but, <laughs> like, it's it's in that ballpark. Uh, it confirms a suspicion that he had, though, because Dragon's personal balcony in the headquarters faces the eastern seas, and Eva assumed that he was staring off towards a homeland with a family that he had left behind. Living Eva's, uh, like, cape cloak moment. <laughs> Very yes. good. Very strong. A queen and also a drum. <laughs> in the best possible way. I mean, you've got to have layers for the reveal. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got a reveal ready. She was ready to do so. Eva immediately mobilizes New Land to escape, figuring that if Luffy is Dragon's son, Ace is too, and Dragon will be making his move sooner than expected. He wonders what the hell the Navy is thinking, attracting two legends at the same time like that. I also have been wondering this. Because I, I think I was, I think I guess because there are four of them, and maybe it's just white beer, but I don't know. I had been, I think I had been severely underestimating just how powerful the four emperors are. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. everyone in the Navy that we have met, including the people who are a really big deal, like Sengoku, seem to be terrified of what's about to happen. Yeah. And I, I finally thought while I was thinking about this, like, is this why Kuma apparently hasn't been punished? Despite, like, fucking up openly and, like, defying the government in front of In everyone? front of them? Because they think they need him around to fight Whitebeard. Like, regardless of how disobedient right. he is. And then that made me think, like, why is that so important? Yeah. Like, Whitebeard, obviously still a legendary badass, but he's also clearly injured. Mm-hmm. Very sickly and how old. How many people, yes, how many people do he and the other emperors have on their side who are the equal of the warlords or Aokiji? Oh, Dave, that is a fantastic question. I, I'm oh, so, I was about to say I'm frightened, but I'm not as frightened as the Navy is, <laughs> apparently. Uh, okay. Remember last time we were getting reports that there was suspicious activities amongst many of the pirate groups of the New World, not just Whitebeard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Uh, Luffy can still barely stand, so Eva injects him with an energy hormone to pump up his adrenaline to fight through the fatigue. You probably and tells don't him care. you are gonna. You basically tells him your body is gonna hate right. you later. <laughs> the quote is, "You probably don't care, but the after effects will hit you hard later." Both of those things are true. <laughs> Yes. Yes, yes and. <laughs> uh, a race against the clock begins as the Marine escort prepares to collect Ace, and as Luffy and the new Commanders run through the frozen hell to reach level six. But they arrive too late, and Ace is already gone from his cell. Oh no. Oh. Jinbei immediately recognizes Luffy by his straw hat. He tells them all to hurry, because Ace was just put on the elevator up, but the jailers already booby trapped it, anticipating Luffy's arrival. They also lock down the stairs and begin to flood the room with knockout gas. Uh, Inazuma saves the day, though, with his snip-snip fruit, allowing him to transform his hands into scissors that can cut anything. I really appreciate that even while, like, charging heroically towards their escape, Inazuma is still, like, (laughs) holding their wine glass in one hand. (laughs) Can't drop that. Hell of a genderqueer Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) Uh, He cuts up the floor into strips in order to cover up where the gas is coming from. Eva and Inazuma try to convince Luffy to change his plan now that Ace has been handed over, 
Uh, they say that he should just leave the rest to Whitebeard and Dragon and focus on just escaping from the prison alive. But Luffy says if Ace is headed to Marine Headquarters, then that's where he needs to go too. Oof. Luffy! And, uh, <laughs> uh, I- Iva yells, don't be a fool. You'll be caught up in a battle between the strongest people in the world. Do you realize how strong Whitebeard is for the admirals and vice admirals of the Navy? Do you realize how strong the Seven Warlords are? Any of them could kill you with ease. It's like, about well, that. not any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing okay. Well, yeah, we're doing okay so far. <laughs> you know, if, well, what, three from four? <laughs> <laughs> Luffy simply says, if I give up now, I'll regret it forever. I'm going. Then another prisoner pipes up with a plan of escape if they free him. Oh boy. <laughs> I miss champion. this greasy haired motherfucker. <laughs> so did I, and I'm kind of mad about it. Crocodile says if they take him along, he can make a hole in the ceiling for them. He's got skinny arms. <laughs> He's been down here for a bit. He hasn't been doing his push ups. <laughs> it's hard it's been, with the hook. He's been cut off from. <laughs> for, yeah, and he's been cut off from cigars. From a supply of cigars. Specifically the Baroque uh, Baroque Works brand. Oh, yeah, and I mean, he would never smoke anything else. Perish the thought. <laughs> Luffy is hesitant to team up with Croc, but Eva, who seems to share a history with Croc, says that he'll be the one to keep him in line. Boy! What? I know his, hey. I know his weakness. Yeah. What? Hello? <laughs> Eva says, yeah. we go way back. I knew him when he is, was just starting out. Is Croc... It... It... We'll get to it. I, <laughs> we'll get to it. Don't is worry. Cro- is, Cro- <laughs> is Crocodile a trans man? Potentially. Hmm. Interesting. Eva continues, but it's okay. We don't have to trust him. If he tries anything funny, I'll fix him. I know his weakness. <laughs> but if you're a good boy and help us out, I'll keep quiet about it. You oh forgot. My. You forgot the wahoo <laughs> she puts at the end. Uh, so I have a theory that I now need to present to you all. A, a long-standing fan theory. I think I know where this is going. Uh, that the Discord has been dying for you to hear about. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. And it is called Crocomom. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what? Hello. Okay, I'm here for it. <clears throat> so the first half of the theory is that Crocodile was born female. The evidence okay. being primarily this scene where Eva threatens Croc with knowledge of a weakness that he doesn't want getting out. Uh, that is further corroborated by a data point on Crocodile's collectible Viver card, uh, which I will read. Ah, Thank you. Light pamphlet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, on the Viver card, Oda wrote, Regarding his connection to Ivankov, he's got a weakness when it comes to his past that he can't oppose. He definitely owes something that Ivankov gave to him. Hmm. This is a Dark Souls item description. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Someone punched the gender into him. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, Other, like, just interesting pieces of evidence, potential evidence, is that the... It's interesting that you brought up the Utopia earlier, Dave, because that might be something to do with that also. But... Because, I mean, yeah, like, a big part of why I was thinking about this, or, like, a significant thing that kept coming up in my thinking at least was like I, I remembered that prior to the events in Alabasta the rest of Baroque Works had never met him before mm-hmm. so Bon Clay had no opportunity to actually assess his character because right. I thought to myself like a guy like Bon Clay would never give this this asshole who stabs people in the back 
without a thought the time of day. But now you are suggesting another very interesting crossover in their ideals, potentially. Yeah. Hmm. But the other interesting thing about Baroque works is that it was so gender-oriented, now in retrospect. Hmm. Yeah. That is true. With every team being a Mr. and a Mrs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the fact that like an exception was made for Bon Clay mm-hmm. in that in that naming scheme and not having a partner right. and so on. That is interesting also. Uh, this is evidence that we haven't seen yet, but it is just from an SBS, so I'll let you know ahead of time. But Oda has drawn all of the seven warlords as children by request from a uh, reader. Uh, And Crocodile, which I've posted to the general now, uh, fairly androgynous for a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a tomboy if ever I've seen one. (laughs) Doesn't quite give away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Complete with the gun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So those are some things to consider. Very interesting. Uh, there, will, there will be more as we go, but that's what we've seen so far that mm-hmm. I can present. Hmm. So there's a second half of that theory, oh. which is the mom part. Oh. I was going to say. I was wondering. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought that I thought that was just a joke. No. Do no. you think Tyler would joke about One Piece, Theo? <laughs> no. This is deadly serious. <laughs> the second half of the theory is that Crocodile is Luffy's biological mother. What? Oh I don't God. believe I've, it, but I love I've, it. I've, I actually have heard this, but I didn't know what the words I was hearing <laughs> Oh my God. I, I, don't, I don't believe it in terms of authorial intent, right. but I love it as a fan theory. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. That's simultaneously the stupidest and the best fan theory I've ever heard. Uh, there's there's not a lot of like quote unquote evidence that I can point to yet. <laughs> we will, oddly enough, get some very soon. Um, huh? But the evidence so far is just this like simple connection to Eva, which thus would connect him to the revolutionaries, and thus a tangential connection to Dragon. To Dragon, right? Okay, all right. Like very okay. very basic <laughs> uh, strings there connecting one another. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is. I making, mean, I've this is... uh, again. I've seen Dark Souls theorists do more with less. <laughs> also, this is like making the the chest stab with the hook a lot more awkward. Yeah, yeah but nice. also like being a trans guy and parenting a kid is a whole yeah. deal. Uh, if you want my personal headcanon, I think the easier thing to consider would be that Dragon is Luffy's biological mother. Ooh, okay. Having a much more direct <laughs> connection to that. Eva. And also, like, this is my, like, loose evidence, but my kid's kid. Oh. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Given that my own parent has written a poem very similarly. <laughs> very recently. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that makes... If that, if that were true, that would put a twist on... Luffy being the the son of somebody super important, mm-hmm. that would make it genuinely really interesting. Mm. Mm. Okay, right. <laughs> More trans people in fiction is cool. Indeed. So that's the Croco mom theory for now. I'll bring it up again as we continue to see evidence for it. Please, <laughs> make happen. 
Ah! Uh, that is what Crocodile said to us <laughs> before. Uh, no, <laughs> stop it, stop it, no. Jim Bay also requests to join their band of escapees, saying, I've known Ace ever since he joined the Whitebeard Pirates. I've heard him talk about his brother all these years. I was thrown in here because I opposed this war. I want to save Ace too. Please, allow me the chance to die in battle. I love this big whale shark man. <laughs> yeah. With his curly eyebrows and sideburns. The world government does not seem very choosy about who they make warlord of the sea. <laughs> like, because I've talked about this before, about how weird it is, how many decent people there seem yeah. to be. Right. At the, high, at the higher echelons of the government and its agencies. So, like, Jinbei, obviously incredibly principled. Yeah. Um, principled people, very bad to have on. <laughs> On, on your payroll at high levels. Um, it has um, Hancock, who is extremely insubordinate yeah. and not useful at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because, like, I think I feel like we were calibrated to think of the Warlords of the Sea in a certain way, because mm-hmm. the first one we met was Crocodile. Meathawk. Who was kind... Oh, no, right, we did meet Meathawk, but we weren't... That's true, yeah. But we still basically don't know anything about Right, him. yeah. We, we have I learned very that, little for- since. I forgot that, that we did meet him first. But first one we really got to know much about was Crocodile. Yeah. Um, who, again, very, like... Greasy. You kind of what, kind of what <laughs> you could have expected. It's like, oh, I'm a person who has used this power um, to just, you know, fucking do whatever I want, basically. Um, but then we, we run into people like like this guy in Hancock. So I guess it is just power, right? Yeah, like so... If, if, they're, if they're powerful enough that it would be convenient... Mm-hmm. To call them a warlord of the sea rather than a than a pirate, they just do it. For those two specifically, it's a very uh, mutual benefit that each party yeah. is getting, right? Because the government gets their power, but then they get something from the government. Yeah, and in actually in both cases, it's the same thing. Yeah, really. Yeah, they just have very different like personal attitudes towards it. Right. Very interesting. I remember thinking like. You, I, like, I, I was, like, I like I objected very loudly, I remember, at the time, <laughs> when we were talking about, when it was, it was when the other warlords started to be introduced, uh-huh. and I, I was, you were talking about former bounties, and I was like, so what was Crocodile's bounty again? And you reminded me, and it was really low. Yeah, it's 80 million. Like, <laughs> yeah, compared to, like, Doflamingo and Kuma. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then I remembered what bounties mean. And is like, no, Crocodile was the one who got in first. Right. right. Like, Crocodile was smart enough to take the position yeah. that's, before his bounty got too high. Right, that's the, that's the other thing, is that as soon as they join, it is frozen. Right. It doesn't get higher. Right. Makes you wonder about Eustace Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the start of the next chapter, jailers flood into level six to apprehend Luffy's gang, but find that they've already escaped through the ceiling through a uh, spiral... Uh, staircase that they've invented for themselves. <laughs> cool. Sometimes Crocodile gets to be an artiste. <laughs> I do like the uh, all right, gang, let's go get him <laughs> panel at the end of the, the previous it's chapter. Yeah, the, the lineup. This, yeah. Crocodile. That, could, that could be a cover. <laughs> that, that cover would have given me more follow through than the cover <laughs> that we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shiryu calls out to them, offering to help Magellan out and keep this failure from staining Impel Down's reputation forever. Oh boy. He looks like an <laughs> evil Frankie. 
But Frankie was an evil Frankie. Oh no, but God. he's he, he's like a really evil, like a fascist evil Frankie. He's got the symbol. This is Dictator Frankie. He's still got the hat. <laughs> yeah. Eva Did takes... Megatron? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eva takes charge on level 5, laying out the escape plan. Even if they make it back to the top, they'll still be in the calm belt, so they need to steal a battleship to escape. So, they need to free as many prisoners along the way as possible if they hope to have the manpower to escape with. I mean, if we want to make it a revolution, let's make it a revolution. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were going that way anyway, right, folks? <laughs> if, if we're like, in it, we're in it. We're in it, we're in it. Like, the tensions are mounting, the powers that be are gathering to fight off Whitebeard. This is the perfect time to really, really uh, if, put if, a bee in someone's bonnet. If Dragon didn't intend to start the revolution now, well... <laughs> So, get, get tar- sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, also, I, I actually just thought of that just now. Are they fucking things up for Dragon real bad here? I just occurred to me. Who knows? Real bad or real good? Well, I mean, those might mean the same thing in this context. <laughs> but uh, if I was also, planning a worldwide revolution, I would probably want it to go according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, quick shout out to Hanyable's new hat. It has an Anubis <laughs> head on it. Yes. Is back up. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, does this fit into your dog hat theory? Hmm. Oh my god. Jason, oh. you've opened a door I did not expect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ruminate on this. <laughs> Tyler has to go off and meditate <laughs> after this recording. So many calculations. <laughs> meditate on dog hats. How does this connect to Shandora? Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Luffy, Crocodile, and Jinbei lead the charge up to level four, annihilating the guard forces as they go. Oh, boy. Just a fucking hurricane. Mm-hmm. Like love! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back up on level two, Buggy and Mr. Three are still at work distributing wax keys to the prisoners to bust out <laughs> uh, as soon as the Blugori take off to apprehend Luffy. And I like this little check-in on them and their plan and how it's yep. been going. I'm glad they're doing they've been good. sneaking was, around and making like disguises for themselves out of wax. I was I was wondering how they were getting around. <laughs> it's I like the like... cover story that is on the cover. <laughs> right. Jinbei unloads some epic tier fishman karate. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Holy crap. What a cool guy! He's very cool. The riot on level two reignites, and the guards beg Hanyabal over Transponder Snail to send the Blue Gory back. The prison, at this point, is in absolute chaos. <laughs> also, Croc goes and frees his boy Dawes Bones to add to their forces. Yeah, baby. Want to come with me? Oh, my. Yeah, sure. God, yeah. I miss this greasy guy. <laughs> he's, he's so, like, I, I think the I think the phrase I would use is nauseatingly charismatic. <laughs> Where did yeah. he get that cigar from? Yeah, Who gave him that? Say. That was the last one in his coat that he found. <laughs> You've been saving for a rainy day. Yeah, where did he get that furry coat from? <laughs> he had it all packed into his hook. Where did he get that ascot? <laughs> and so, at the end of this volume, Luffy leads an unstoppable typhoon of weirdos up the prison, cutting through the remaining guard forces like butter, with his battle cry, Let's go to Navy headquarters. This... Their own stuff frame of Bon Clay is 
Amazing. You like that foot? <laughs> In perspective. Just. Oh, I didn't realize the foot. That shit is on point. The toe curl. The toe curl and the leg hair. <laughs> Amazing. They're uh, unstoppable and, and they're dressed to kill. <laughs> and that giant face in the background isn't like a manga technique. That's literally <laughs> Eva's face. That's one of Eva's that... powers is to make his head very big. He unlocked big head mode. That's, that's just one of the things hormones can do. They warned me about that at the doctor. And, of course, even while literally at the moment of crashing into the enemy lines, Inazuma's taking a sip from their wine glass. Yeah. yeah. I love Inazuma. It's perfect. Don't, don't go in parched. Uh, any other thoughts for volume 55? Whew. Continues we're to be gonna, a ride. We're going to have a really hard time picking the title for this one. <laughs> <is my thought. laughs> Hot damn. It, I'm having such a hard time with like the trans representation in this because on the one hand, like some of it is very cringeworthy, but on the other hand, like it is more than I ever dreamed to expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From one piece the of thing, all things. The, the thing that's important about it is that it is all clearly intended. Right. Like, often not in the ways that Oda intends, which by which I by by which I don't mean he didn't intend to do representation. I'm I just mean like there are a lot of, you know, subtleties to what is being represented mm-hmm. that he clearly doesn't get. There's enough right. vagueness um, that you can just have your own reading of it. I mean that true. that's yeah. the above and beyond. Like just like the fact that like, oh, men becoming women and women becoming men and that existing in the world? What? Mm-hmm. Like and that... also, Iva is sure whenever this comes up to mention, uh, or people who are both, or people who are in between. Yeah. Right. Those words were said several times. Like what the? And then ca- caps where it off was with this? Just, just deal with it. Where where was this when I was a young one? When right. I was a young lad? <laughs> I mean, it I mean, was this, this thing's been going on for a while. It's Presumably, been around. It was somewhere. It was there in the. I mean, I know where it was in the library of my youth. I just never read it. It just you're. <laughs> To be fair, you would like your your library would have had to have a lot of issues <laughs> for you to get this far into it, right? But yeah, it's it's real shit. And these were coming out in Japan in two thousand nine. One Piece. Okay, I just picked a, a really stupid metaphor. One Piece is the last unicorn. You are and you are Molly Groot coming out of the forest like how dare you come <laughs> to me now? Oh, anyone anyone who's not in the Discord is going to be really confused by that. I oh. am so touched by that. Oh, I love it. That's it's my favorite good... book of all time. I love That's it. That's such a good. I have, I have recently read a book that I had that reaction to. <laughs> oh wow! Right? Do tell later. Did you ever hear? Um... Uh, Aaron slash Danny Sexbang's cover of The Last Unicorn. Yes, theme. many times. No, what? I'll, I'll link it to you afterwards. It's Please gorgeous. do. Thank you. Uh, any other thoughts for this volume? Mm. To Navy Headquarters. To Navy Headquarters. <laughs> Let's go to Navy Headquarters and watch The Last Unicorn. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I hope they have big screen TVs there. Yeah. Let's mm. just say Goku just has his copy on hand. It's just a really big transponder snail with wide <laughs> eyes. Uh, shall we do some X marks? Please. Oh, boy. Firstly, I have one that we missed last time um, that I only caught when I was editing it, and I don't 
fully remember the context of it now. I think it was just Luffy gathering his former foes as friends now. Mm-hmm. And Dave, you mm-hmm. refer to them as the Unstraw Hats. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So the Unstraw Hats are an X mark. <laughs> okay. Does someone does someone start the fucking Injustice League <laughs> in this setting? Is is Crocodile I mean if you're if there's gonna be a Lex Luthor <laughs> of the One Piece world, Crocodile's a pretty good choice. <laughs> I can see Crocodile being voiced by Clancy Brown. <laughs> I'm only going to pull two from Yaki Pop's uh, email because a lot of them were Eva-related, which we have now seen this week, and uh, also Crocomom-related, which we've gone over. Um, but the two that I am going to pull are the phrase, back to the back scars well, or the scars on the back well, uh, which was our joke about Oda repeatedly bringing up scars on the back to denote dishonor. Uh, so scars on the back will come up again. And the other one is back in Sabaudi. Uh, Law defied the celestial dragons by freeing one of their slaves. Uh, so my X marks for this week. Uh, who can stop a fight between emperors? Eno. No. <laughs> Being boiled to death. <laughs> Jesus. Just the concept of being boiled. <laughs> Can't wait to revisit that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> a boiling blood. No, no. Luffy got poisoned again. Uh oh. <laughs> Keeps coming up. Uh, Luffy is willing to sacrifice his arms. Hmm. <laughs> uh oh. Mm. They'll bounce back. Focus their will to live. What? Uh, that's what Eva said of the countries that he had saved. He focused their will to live. Oh. Uh, the person who built New Kamaland. Okay. Yeah. With their digging fruit. I already have a theory about that. Level six. People erased from history. Mm. Uh, also, more specifically, all three of those names that got mentioned. Catalina Devon, San Juan Wolf, and Vasco Shot. So cool. Uh, and finally, Crocodile's Weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, yes. do you have a star chart for us? Oh, I most certainly do. I was wondering who I would be picking this week, but then I'm like, the latter half of my notes this week have pretty much just been screenshots (laughs) of Eva doing, (laughs) just mugging for the camera, Uh so we're going with Eva. Sure, makes sense. Emporio Ivankov, with a birthday of January 8th, making him a Capricorn. Sure, (laughs) fitting. Mm -hmm. Love it. And, uh, Eva, this is what the stars have to say about you this week. Things could be moving more quickly than makes you comfortable right now. (laughs) You may feel as if your own needs and agenda are getting lost in the fury (laughs) bubbling around you. The secret key to add to your toolbox is the ability to go with the flow. No kidding. It is crucial to be adaptable and roll with the punches rather than be victimized by them. No kidding. (laughs) <laughs> Use the lightning quick energy at hand to mobilize your efforts. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> Amazing. I'm glad that after all this time, like, uh, you, you, the rest of you aren't immune. No. Like, I, I'm not the only one who is infuriated by it this week after week. still break through the armor. <laughs> I only have so much poise, Dave. The stars have spoken. Thank you all for listening. 
I appreciate everyone who tunes into the show every week. And I hope that you join us again next week for Satisfaction. Oh. Uh, Jason, where can our Nakama yeah. find you on the Grand Online? Yo, you can find me at twitch.tv slash jcabs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. Uh, usually I stream in the middle of the week, uh, towards the evenings, whenever I feel like it, but if you follow and hit the bell, then you'll just know whenever I'm live. How about that? Laura? In hell. <laughs> <laughs> that joke which, gets a little which one? Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyways. <laughs> But uh, I can be found on Twitter, Newgrounds, Instagram, Patreon, Give Me Money, uh, YouTube, I go by Haha I'm Laura, and I create art and cartoons and all that jazz. Melissa? Uh, what? Whatever. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'm around sometimes. Uh, Kristaya, K R I S T A I A, on Twitter, Instagram, and tweet. You were hanging out in Yokohama the other day. I was hanging out in Yokohama the other day. Beating up some, some dudes <laughs> down the street. They're causing trouble. Bleach Japan. Yeah. Oh, God, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck those guys. Dave? I am Scythe, P S Y T H E, on Archive of Our Own. Uh, I write fanfiction. I'm doing a uh, fanfiction exchange that starts this month, so I may have something new up soon. But we'll see awesome. how it goes. Mm. Mm. And Theo? I don't do much online, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. Uh, we have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform Thursdays and occasionally Fridays. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter, at MealPeace. And pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, the Mess Deck, where you can come talk about Croco Mom, I guess. <laughs> now out in the open instead of the spoiler channel. I, I, yeah, we have unlocked Croco Mom. <laughs> I mean, just the opportunity to say Croco Mom as many times as possible. Uh, we also have some sections there to talk about your other hobbies, such as any books you're reading, movies you're watching, games you're playing. So come chat with us there. You can send an email to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com if you want to hear it read aloud on the show. Uh, and I would appreciate it if you would rate and review the show on your podcast service of choice and make it a five-star rating so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find us. This has been Piecemeal. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming.